0: Resolve and sure grittiness. It starts with an attitude. We need swagger, okay? Regardless of what happens out there, doesn't matter. Keep your swagger.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Five Hole Fantasy Hockey Podcast. We're your hosts today, TJ, Zach, and Raj.
0: Hey there. Hey, hey, hey.
1: So you might have noticed that uh, our shows are maybe a little inconsistent this past couple weeks, and it's been a tough time. There should never be shame in in having a bad week, but Raj, you got hit with those floods, right?
2: We are lucky. A little annoyance for me, but there's a towns in our in our area that are completely flooded
1: like old towns wild times zach you have your own
0: the three of us uh, we literally talk every single day most of the time not about hockey and i mean i know i you know have felt a little bad lately because for me as you guys know i haven't been around off and on the past couple of weeks i had a uh i recently had a cyst removed went back to work today uh, it was rough, uh, to say the least. It was a, actually a really hard day. It was a lot harder than I thought it was going to be as far as, you know, being able to do what I needed to do and everything such as that. But it's kind of where the cyst was. I had a cyst in my friggin' nutsack, man, um, and I had to have it removed. Um, and the only reason I even found it was, you know, I found it in the shower, at the end of the day, really, it made me kind of take inventory of, of things and, and how I, you know, view my own health and everything like that. And we are a community. And, and one thing I love about our discord and everything like that is we can share everything. Um, and the, it, we don't just talk about hockey on there. Like there are people that, you know, we'll talk about their day. There are people that, you know, just send pictures of their frigging dinner. I I don't care, but like we're a community. So I care about you guys. Like when I say that, I truly mean it. Y'all need to check yourselves, go to the doctor. One thing I was always horrible, horrible about, you know, probably from my twenties, I maybe went to the doctor like twice. (laughs) Like, yeah. And that's not good. Uh, that's not good. Our health is number one. All I'm saying is you guys really should get yourselves checked. And that goes for you too. And that goes for everybody else listening. It's something that's hard to talk about. And believe me, like it's even hard to talk about when you're going to a, you know, to a doctor and and that's what they do, do just like dove right in. On top of the fact that uh, if anybody has ever gotten a ultrasound on their testicles, you are going to know exactly what I'm talking about. So I'm going to paint you a picture here you're gonna love this you have kids so I mean you you've you've had like the ultrasound with your wife and everything like that and they put like a whole bunch of warm goo on this you know kind of like a wand kind of and it, you know it vibrates a little bit and and they put that on 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 your nuts it's interesting to say the least it is interesting to say the least but I'm glad that it got taken care of. I'm glad that I'm on the mend. You know what I mean? I was definitely, uh, I was down to dance for a couple of days. Well, actually no, I wasn't down to dance at all. I wasn't down to move. At the end of the day, everybody go get checked. Happy to hear you're better, man. Uh,
1: okay, so mine is uh, more of a mental health PSA. Uh, been a rough couple of weeks. So uh, things got really hectic at work and again when it rains it pours so everything just kind of snowballed for me i the weight of the world was twice as heavy as it should have been you know you get and this might be something that people don't know is i am uh, i have bipolar so when my swings go up i'm like really excited about everything and when my swings go down they're pretty down um and this was an especially long especially brutal Downswing for me. It got to the point where I I literally watched Artificial Intelligence with Haley Joel Osment just so I could cry, just to get the chemicals on their way out of my body. It's a good movie. It's a good movie, but it's sad as fuck. It's like The Fox and the Hound, just about a boy and his mom, and you know, it's it sucks. I hate that movie so much because it it does. It makes you feel, but it worked for me a little bit, you know, and I I feel it. Starting to swing back up, but my mental health was just in a terrible spot, terrible, terrible, terrible spot, and I needed a break. That's all it is, you know. Sometimes you got to step back. So I appreciate everybody's patience. Those that are in the know, you know, I appreciate your understanding and, and your kind words and you know trying to cheer me up. But that's the thing too is when it is these chemicals fucking with me, it's it's not something you can just stop. So you really just have to wait you can't it just out. Turn it off. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> yeah, just stop it. Right. No, um, you just wait it, wait it out, let it run its course. But it's important to be self-aware about these feelings. If, if anybody's out there uh, battling with bipolar as well, I know your struggle, or at least I can relate. I might not know exactly what your shoes feel like, but I have the same brand, you know, and it's, it's something like this. Like we're talking about it now. Uh, We talked about it a lot in the discord too. There's always somebody that's willing to, to talk with you and, and, there is a bunch of compassion inside the five hole discord and you guys can always reach out to us. Any, anywhere you can find us on Twitter, in the discord, whatever, just reach out because talking about it helps. But yeah, like I said, things are, things are getting better and I'm, I'm happy to be back in the saddle here. This is like, this is part of what makes things normal for me Just hanging out with you guys, having a drink, talking some hockey. That is our PSA. Get your nuts checked. Take care of your brain. And don't live in Vancouver.
2: <laughs> don't
1: live in Vancouver. <laughs> just <laughs> fucking with you, Raj.
2: P.S.A. So. Hey. <laughs> That's ah. fair. That's fair. Uh, I would just like to add that you know, regardless of what the problems are, I think things are changing in general, in in the general world and the hockey world and all that. But you can't uh, you can't be afraid to talk. You can't be afraid to talk. It's uh, especially as dudes, especially as you know, super tough hockey dudes. you kind of sometimes feel like you gotta get through it on your own or you gotta. yep. you know people are gonna think whatever if you say something, they're gonna think you're weak or stupid or whatever, whatever goes through your mind, it's just not true. Talking about it is, is always the best thing, whether it's to a doctor or a friend or, or whatever it is, the five old discord if you want. come on in. Keeping stuff inside is, is not is not the best option. You're not bothering people by talking about it.
1: There's a great quote that I love. It's, it's your worries and your anxieties are like a glass of water. You know, you can hold a glass of water for five minutes and it's, it's not going to be heavy. But you start to hold that same glass of water at arm's length for weeks and months. All of a sudden your arm starts to get sore and, and the cup does get heavy. So sometimes you just got to put the cup down, uh, take a step back and work on yourself. You, know, you you literally live in your own brain yeah for the rest of your life like you got to take care of that the same way you take care of your house or your apartment you live there that's your house forever you can't
0: move you
1: can't
2: you can't move out of your brain unfortunately sometimes but you got to keep
1: it neat
0: yeah well have you ever guy have you ever done shrooms <laughs> you know, i mean you can temporarily visit somewhere else
1: so take care of yourselves guys uh, let's talk some hockey. We are five hall.
0: Yay.
1: You guys can find us on Twitter at FHF hockey. We've been talking about this discord. You're welcome to join. Do you want to take us through the injury report? Mr. Zachary. If
0: I want to kiss. I would
1: called your mother. Come on. Oh. That was a good one.
0: Okay. Uh, starting off. Uh, Maxime Contois on IR will miss six weeks after hand surgery with Ricard Raquel you know it's still on IR IR as well they're starting to take a couple of hits here um i know we're going to start you know we're going to talk about anaheim in a little bit but they're still going they have a decent schedule next week they they play on some heavy nights but we'll see if they can kind of keep it up luckily they actually do have a decent amount of depth their their lines aren't decent you know from from 1 to 3 with Maxime Comtois out, it it is another another piece of the puzzle gone, you know, missing under the couch. But he'll be back, and we'll we'll see how those you know younger players continue to do over over this time without Rackle and Comtois.
1: While we're on this subject, McTavish got sent down. He played his ninth game, and they're uh, they're calling it a wrap. So it seems we'll see if he gets called back up. But for now, he is he is sent down.
0: If they if they make the playoffs. He'll be back. So it's a wrap. Wouldn't that be Wouldn't something? Wouldn't that be something? Wouldn't Jesus. that be something? Um, all right. Next up, a uh, quick little COVID breakdown. Anders Lee put on the COVID list. Zabanajad put on the COVID list. All the senators are still out. First off, are you guys still holding on to Lee? Mm. You're holding on to Anders Lee here? I don't know. Um, he keeps burning me. He has what, four points so far this year? Nothing too crazy. And all these games that he's playing this week, except for that Sunday game, are all on really heavy nights. You holding on to him?
1: I liked him for this week, and I gave I gave him another shot early. I think he played on Monday. Uh, and this is how he repays me, so it's a very selfish way to explain it. But, uh, yeah, I'm out on Anders Lee until he starts proving me wrong. He hasn't so far.
0: So next up, kind of like along that COVID, you know, thought... Especially with these senators and all those games being postponed. Now, that's that's the that's the main word here: postponed. As in, they're gonna be playing them at a later date and time. So, number one, how have you been affected by these senators' postponements? And number two, like me, do you think that this could be you know like a blessing in disguise? You're gonna get to you're gonna get to pump in some games, you know, later on in the year. And get some extra points. Uh,
1: Shusterkin didn't get a game, so I am uh, chasing goalie starts tomorrow on a Sunday against Raj.
2: I like it because I'm, pl- I'm playing you in that league, the same league that you also have Mike Smith in.
1: Yeah. But Ottinger, he's got my back. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I like the idea. What is it? It's like three games this week. So, yeah, they'll be a little bit more condensed down the stretch, but they're still pretty much in the – thick of games played as the rest of the season or the rest of the league so
0: you just got to wonder uh if they aren't playing meaningful games towards the end of the year when these do get made up is that going to change you know the projection of say how much how much really a a drake batherson is going to put out there and everything like that are they you know are the games now more important than maybe they will be at the end of the year
1: They they played spoiler last year yeah they'll have fun with it they don't give up
0: okay Next up, Colorado. Bone Byram, still in concussion protocol. McKinnon, still out, obviously. But the Avs seem just fine. It's Logan O'Connor who has been on that top line, but he isn't really truly shining. It's that second line. It's that second line of Kadri, Burakovsky, mm-hmm. and Nishushkin. I know Raj... You picked up Nishkushkin and Berakovsky the other night. I did? That worked. They did wonders for you. I actually I have Kadri and Berakovsky on my home league team and I've, you know, held on to them and thank God they did. They've both been on a tear at 63% and that being Nazem Kadri, he's the highest no or he's the highest owned out of those three players between him, Burra, and uh and Shush I think that that is definitely worth a just go look kind of thing especially if they're you know especially if they're playing this week you know they're starting to come back they got they got 4 games this week
1: and there's no games on Thursday too
0: and really not a horrible schedule either um I kind of I kind of like both the or all three of those players to be honest with you at least go look Kadri would be my number 1 Burakovsky would be my number two, and Nishushkin would be my number three out of those if I was putting them on a list. All three of them are worth a look, 100%.
1: Yeah, I think uh, even even O'Connor. Even O'Connor, he's got three points, six shots, four hits, six blocks in his last four, uh, and the time on ice is pretty decent. So I, I don't mind O'Connor in some deep deeper leagues. He's 14% rostered. He's good for a spot start. Plays on Monday.
0: Right right now, I like Khadri the most because he's Absolutely. getting top power play time. Burkowski's getting second power play time. O'Connor is getting nuts.
1: Kadri at 62%. It's like
0: brutal. If you can get him, he has 10
2: points in the last five. He's he's over a power play point a game right now. (laughs) He's like six power play points in the last five games. More
1: than a hit a game. It might be the first time we've ever said that on this show.
2: You know what? In equal games played he is absolutely outscoring Rantanen right now too like he's just for whatever reason he is absolutely killing it right now
0: feeling it he's a well he's a fucking bulldog that's why that's the reason he's a bulldog Always out there pent-up on the ice points
1: from last year yeah they're all coming out
0: all right moving on uh we're gonna put some uh some coal in your stocking times two Uh, my boy Cole sillinger <laughs> he's gonna be back tonight against vegas he had a head laceration, I believe. And then you got Cole Field He's back. Returning. Who cares? Hey, man. Calm down. Montreal is starting to do better. You know who is actually kicking ass on friggin' Montreal? Mm. Devorak, mm-hmm. Some bitch he's right Maybe he's back. I don't know. Uh, he scored a goal today. So. Yeah, Montreal scored six tonight. Uh, Mo Sider. Mo Sider left his last game with a leg injury after feeling uh, some serious discomfort after blocking a shot. Luckily for him and luckily for TJ, he was back at practice as early as, you know, the next day on Friday. Um, look for Sider to be back tonight. Um, and he did play. Yeah, he played versus Arizona.
1: They lost. They lost to Arizona in overtime. Jacob Chikrin getting some points. Talk about him in a bit.
0: Kevin Hayes undisclosed. He's going to be out on. Uh, he's going to be. He was out today against the Bruins in a loss. Man, actually, I, the third period in that game is bullshit. There's a really shitty no call that ended up really going against the Flyers. So I, I'm going to I'm going to talk about this because it actually really pissed me off. So Bergeron and Drew are about to take a face off. If you hit the like, if you hit the hand of the referee. That is a penalty. Bergeron hit the referee's hand. They gave the penalty to the Flyers. The Flyers were just about to start a power play, had two minutes left on a power play. So instead of going five on three, which it should have been, it made it a four on four and negated the Flyers power play. And then the Bruins scored to make it a three goal game. It would. oh my God. Like, I don't understand how that isn't a reviewable play. It was clear and obvious, and Giroux was flipping out on the ice. And then you know, gets in trouble even for just yelling at the yelling at the ref, saying he was the one that fucking hit it. I don't know if anybody else was watching that game, but it was some fucking bullshit. Okay, moving on. Shea Theodore uh, hit his head off the boards um, in their win against Detroit, but was a full participant in practice the next uh, the past two days. As of right now, he's still down and dance. But he shouldn't be out much longer. Next, we have a bit. Uh, uh, we do have some other big ones though, here too. Alexander Barkov out three to four weeks with a left knee strain uh, sustained against the Islanders, where him and Scott Mayfield hit knees with each other. Barkov was kind of, you know, trying to get around Mayfield and they hit each other right on the knee. Um, he did get a five minute major for it, from what I recall. He may have even actually got a game misconduct. I'm not sure. I, I don't remember that part. He might have gotten the game misconduct. But it didn't look like dirty play, at least to me. If, you know, Barkov wasn't elusive enough to try to get out of it in the first place, then he probably wouldn't have gotten that outcome. But for now, uh, he is definitely going to be out. It's not, you know, one of your classic Marchand slew or, or any of that business. So to me, it was more unfortunate as opposed to, you know, a dirty play. In his stead, Sam Bennett uh, will be the 1C. Anybody interested?
1: Hell of a game tonight. One goal, six shots, four hits, and a block. There you go. Brutally awesome. Anton Lindell, second line center. Sign me up. Sam Reinhardt's kind of a bum. I don't know. We'll have to talk about him on trends. Yeah, uh...
0: man, I'm a little disappointed. I, I saw more. I saw more happening. And it just, you know, isn't happening.
1: Uh, nothing for Lindell tonight. He had a shot and a hit. He called it a game.
0: Lastly, we're going to make a quick stop in Edmonton. Uh, Darnell Nurse is out for a few weeks. He broke his finger against the Jets on a Thursday uh, or on Thursday. Uh, and I don't know if you guys watched that game, but man, that was like a serious playoff atmosphere. That was a good game. And it was definitely getting chippy, so I'm not surprised somebody got a broken fucking finger. Uh, but Philip Broberg was called up. He got an assist tonight. What does this make you feel about Tyson Barry? Because it was, you know, he was kind of, you know, sharing that uh, sharing that power play with Nurse. Looks like Barry is probably going to be the sole proprietor of that power play. Hopefully maybe my boy Evan, uh, Evan Bouchard, you know gets gets a little gets a little more look he was already you know a part of that second power play um are you interested in either philip broberg or um evan bouchard who i already picked up in a couple of leagues i love evan bouchard
1: last year i was i was big on barry uh, i was a tyson barry apologist for the first three weeks but i you know held strong this year i'm not as confident i do think evan bouchard is creeping in Barry scored a goal tonight, so that's going to set it back. It's like, you know, two steps back, one step forward, that kind of thing. But Bouchard had an assist, two shots, and a block. The minutes, man, follow the minutes, and it's hard to because you'll get whiplash with Tyson Barry. One night it's 22, the next it's 14. Um, no idea. But uh, I imagine that, you know, the nights where Tyson Barry had a ton of minutes, he was playing with Nurse. I don't think Tyson Barry is going to look good a whole hell of a lot over the next few weeks. So, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen soon.
2: There's a lot of minutes to make up with Nurse going out. He was I think he was leading oh, yeah. the league in minutes, at least in the top 2 or 3 and I think all those guys <laughs> definitely have an opportunity, but I mean in the last 2 weeks, the highest scoring defenseman is Cody Ceci on that team. So, jeez. Someone's got to step up. <laughs>
1: Isn't Mike Smith, didn't he have a setback? Isn't he a couple more weeks out? So Stu Skinner is going to get some time.
2: They called him week to week at best is actually the last quote I heard was
1: week to week at best. That's bad. Stuart Skinner season, baby.
0: He had a great game. Stuart Skinner has been pretty damn good lately. I mean, he only has one win out of the the three games that he started. He lost with uh, giving up one goal against, and that's at a 950. The game before that was a 979. He uh, he stopped eight shots in you know a uh, in a recovery effort when when he was just thrown into the game. Uh, he had he had one game that was sub sub nine hundred so far this year, but he looks pretty good. He started tonight,
2: three in a row now, and he's he's up four one. <sighs> Chicago looks bad. Uh yeah, he's doing he's pretty fucking fantastic.
0: There was only one game where he he let up uh he up three goals and twenty shots or twenty three shots technically um, had twenty saves had an eight seventy but I'm a, this this Edmonton team Edmonton team is so good at scoring I'm interested in picking up any fucking goalie that they're gonna put in that. Rods they could put you in that. I'm gonna <laughs> stream you because you're gonna win the game six five like I don't care that's fair that is that is fair. <laughs> That that's that's pretty much all I oh um I'm sorry T J yep. Oshu is back. T J Oshu is back um and he got a point tonight on a um Ovechkin Ovechkin. What did goal, that do correct? for
1: Hathaway? His <laughs> Hathaway's
0: the fucking man. I like Garnett yeah. Hathaway. It's sad for Garnett Hathaway.
2: I think this is new. Um. But Adam Pellick and Beauvillier are both out with COVID now as well as of today. Mm. So the Islanders are just getting hit hard. It's
1: spreading. It's
0: spreading. Well, I'll have to make sure that I drop all the shares of Adam Pellick that I don't have already.
1: <laughs> uh, Garnet <laughs> Hathaway uh, he's back on the fourth line. That's brutal.
0: Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's too bad because Garnet Hathaway is, is pretty okay. That was fun.
1: Let's get into some storylines. We covered a few of them: Cole Caulfield returning, Alex Barkov out week to week, Darnell Nurse out a few weeks. Anaheim still looking good. The Canucks are still looking bad. Pedersen off power play one. What say you, Raj?
2: Well, if you don't score, you don't get to play on the power play. But he—he's the trigger man on their number one power play. He'll be down for a game or two, and then he'll be the—the the number one guy again. It's not. I mean, he's the star of the team. He stinks, but he is the star of the team, and they have to get him going. So, like right now, I would honestly buy low if you can. He can't be this bad uh, forever. He's shooting like five percent too, isn't he? Yeah, it's it's all uh, it, it's all in his head at this point. I mean, he's he's looking okay, but he's he looks like Bambi out there again uh it has happened to lots of guys when they sign a big contract or have some some of that going on leading into the season and it takes a while i just i just can't believe that he's gone from you know people legitimately talking about him as a star in the league to being complete garbage
0: well we know that he's not complete garbage no
2: so i mean the coach has no especially with the coach's job on the line right now if he's not moving things around it's his job Right, he's gonna get fired. So, you know, give it a game.
0: I don't know how he hasn't gotten fired yet.
2: Look what happened, though. They put Pedersen on PP two and uh, second. Uh, I think it was the second power play that he was on there. Him and OEL hooked up for a goal. So, you know, they'll they'll pretend the coach did that because it's gonna work. But he'll be back on power play one within the week. I'm sure of it.
1: Jacob Chikrin scoring some points, scoring some goals. Our thing is turning around for him completely. uh, He's on our waiver wire in our home league. And uh, I'm starting to think about it. You know, I was one of the first to drop him a couple weeks back since been picked up. I think it just happened today. So he did survive a stint on the waiver wire, but there's signs of life. So are we hopeful with Jacob Chikrin? I know obviously the ceiling isn't there because Arizona, but uh, you know, the peripherals are more than enough. Like, you know, if, if your league has a place for that, you know, Chikrin is, has use there. You know, offense is starting to stream in. Take a look. If he's on your waiver wire, give him a shot. If not, you know, put him back on the waiver wire. That's basically what I have to see.
2: He was over 30 minutes last game. <laughs> so So much time. Seven shots, two points. I'd be... That was an overtime though, wasn't it? That was an overtime game. Well, still thirty minutes, man. <laughs> Thirty-one minutes basically, but that's another guy. Like yeah. you don't go from the season he had last year to being a totally useless for a whole. He, he can't. He, he's he's better than that.
1: And the shots are back too, which is great. Like the shots, they they were never like you know Jeff Petrie level bad, but they're certainly back. Four points in his last four. Hoping for good things here, Chickrin, because I'm a big fan. Oliver Kylington, Oliver Shillington is still on a tear. Uh, Some weird stuff with their power plays tonight. It kind of looked like um, uh, Noah Hannafin had a bunch of power play points, and Rasmus Anderson had four minutes on the power play. Noah Hannafin had three. Maybe the the tides are shifting, but definitely put uh, Hannafin on your watch list or your mental watch list, whatever. I don't know for sure or not because I wasn't watching that game. If he was on power play one, but uh, you know, somebody in the Discord who is a Flames fan said that Hannafin was taking some reps. So that is uh that's your alert there. Rob Thomas was on a bit of a tear. I picked him up and he did jack shit. That makes sense. Um let's talk about a couple couple interesting things here. So is Jack Eichel even gonna play? Yes. Because I read something that taking him off IR is gonna put Vegas way over the cap. Are they gonna cout him? Is this their Kucherov? Like 10 million over the cap. 10, 11 million over the cap if they bring him off.
2: That's such a different situation though. Like this will be the guy's first game ever with the team.
1: Is it though? I think I think they're going to Kucherov him.
2: I don't know. Would you bring in a 1C who's never played with the team? Just cold? bring him into like, the playoffs. Kucherov was MVP yes. on the same team earlier. So I absolutely think if there's any way to get him in, they will, because that's... I mean, it's but Jack how? Eichel. He's pretty, what pretty do they great, do?
1: but... Who do they trade? I have no Dadinov, idea. Dadnov, buy him out? Like, who do they trade to get this money, right? Like...
2: I don't know how they're going to do it.
1: You know, George McPhee can work some magic, but I don't know if he's going to make $10 a peer to make his team better in, in some way, just because of Jack Eichel. Like, is he going to trade away players for nothing, a la... Marc-Andre Fleury, essentially?
2: I, I, I mean, they obviously had a plan. They obviously had something in mind when they got Eichel, and if they're going to couture off him, that it's an option, obviously, but that's it's a pretty risky option to do all of that and then bring the guy in, start him on your team in the playoffs. Uh, seems a bit risky. Well, he's going to be practicing. I talk about practice. I don't know how they would fit him in before. You're absolutely right, but I just think it's a terrible idea not to... We've seen most players when they join a new team don't do well right away. It's just trade deadline acquisitions rarely work for that reason. It's pretty rare that uh, guys show up on a new team.
0: Yeah, hockey is a little bit different of a sport. It's 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 no NBA basketball. That's for sure. That is not a team game over there.
1: But so let's talk about yeah. Let's talk about Evander Kane. Vander Kane, his suspension is over November 30th. We're creeping up on that. That's 10 days away. Um, this is when he's eligible to return. I don't know if he's going to play. Um, there have been conversations inside our Discord that's like, you know, he's still going to get a $7 million. Why not play him? That, you know, that's a whole thing. But then there was that article that I remember reading that was, um, you know, a few Sharks players.
0: About everyone on the team hating him.
1: Yeah. So, like. What are you guys doing? So Evander on your waiver wire. Uh, I picked him up in our home league that has 22-man rosters. My team is decimated anyway, barely treading water. So I figure out, like, I'll find out what happens on November 30th, and I'll give it a few days, and then I'll I'll either bounce or I'll – that's a bargain pickup, whatever. But uh, what are you guys thinking, Zach? Like, do you think he's going to play for San Jose? Like, who's – number one, who's taking that trade, right? So – I don't know like it's to me it seems like san jose or nothing
0: i i don't know who in the world would take that trade uh for a guy that's a problem again this is another one of those things where it's not like other sports i mean this isn't like football where you can well i won't say what i was going to say but you could be a piece of shit human being and still you know be on a be <laughs> i remember on a randall cunningham
1: like i'm a vikings fan he likes the snowy north.
0: I thought, I think he's a I think he's a pos man. I think he's a pos. There's a um, lot of baggage. I hope I hope he don't play, and I hope he don't play for mm. you either.
2: Yeah. The only thing that makes me think possible, I mean, people did take a chance on Tony D'Angelo. He was a. a consistent piece of shit and it's absolutely
0: worked out he managed to turn it around um and is doing great well he had to be out of the league for a while and i mean this the story isn't over about tony d either i mean believe me he still has time to to fuck it up but i mean i'm not gonna lie i was big on picking him up this year just because you got him at a you know, a fucking discount in the draft and he was getting that number one power play, which is doing just fine for him. He got more points today.
1: That I think that's dangerous too. Like Tony D kind of being a douche and doing well. Like um, what does that do to his ego? Like where, oh man.
2: That sucks. Kane's had a lot more chances though. Kane's had, like he's messed up quite a few times in ways that are just like different. Yeah. Tony D had some opinion things that pissed people off and he seems like kind of a dink but Kane is just like he's really messing up big time <laughs> in a yeah. lot of ways and uh, I don't know the team's not going to be in a in the playoff race so do you bring him in the, and they showed so much promise like they outplayed everybody's expectations. there is some promise on that team so do you bring him in? In a year where they're they're definitely not going to be in any kind of race for anything and mess up the chemistry that those guys started to show, then on the flip side of it, it's a shitty team with a great player sitting there that they're paying a lot of money. So I don't think they'll play him. I think he's he's worn out as welcome there.
1: Uh, but like I said, I, I picked him up in a in a deeper league, so that to me, I'm just answering the what if, and that's I, I, pl- I plan on holding him till November 30th. You know some yahoo standard leagues are 16 you know three bench you know i don't know if i'm if i'm killing a roster spot for that but uh yeah hair trigger be ready to pull the trigger if he starts playing so we'll see let's get into the actual week preview a lot of stories a lot of uh you know psa's on our end week preview it's uh no games on thursday american thanksgiving um i expect to see our food channel in the discord popping off for all you Americans. Let me see. Let me see what you got. Uh I'm frying up a duck, so pretty stoked about it.
0: TJ, what I I have I have a question for you. This is a very serious question when it comes to Thanksgiving. What kind of cranberry sauce do you like? Do you like like fancy ass like cranberry chutney or do you like, you know, straight out of the can gelatinized cranberry sauce? Neither. Oh wow, I I like canned cranberries. Like I fucking love it. Slice it off, right? The one the one year when my parents came down to visit my sister, well they they always came down for Thanksgiving. Even when I lived in Pennsylvania, <laughs> they still came down here for Thanksgiving, and I would just you know be by myself for Thanksgiving because uh, that's how we roll. But I just had a a bottle of Jack. And a can of cranberry sauce. It was one of Making
1: the greatest Thanksgivings shots. I've ever Making had. Making jello shots out of cranberry sauce. Uh, no, I'm a child on Thanksgiving. I, I get a big old plate of mashed potatoes, put corn, chop up my turkey, add some gravy, mix it all together. Yeah. Oh, man. Love it. That's that's me. But we have a bunch of Hungarians coming over. So the Hungarians are coming over. There'll be Kudusut. There'll be, um, uh, you know, there'll definitely be Palinka. Uh, You know, there's going to be a lot of really good food. A lot of really good food.
0: Paint. That's just that's just drinking paint thinner. Yeah,
1: it's it'll get you. It'll get you going and it'll, you know, clean, clean your car, too. All right. Monday's got six games. Tuesday's got three. Wednesday, heavy. 14 games. Thursday, nothing. Friday's got 13 games played. There's a 1 p.m. start. So. Heads up. Saturday's got nine. Sunday's got seven. Yeah, I didn't know what to say. Like, just set your fucking lineups, guys. Like, that's it. Just, just set your fucking yeah, just lineups. Be, just be aware. Um, yeah, so this is a weird one. So it's not your normal, um, you know, off nights. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, that whole deal. Uh, Monday's an off night. Tuesday's an off night. And Sunday, that's it. And Thursday is like the most off off night ever. There's no games.
2: Uh, and Even, even S- Saturday is almost an off night, too, this week, actually. Like, it's a pretty light, light Saturday.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's really, it's only Wednesday and Friday. Bookending Thanksgiving is heavy, but outside that, most game played are going to be Winnipeg, St. Louis, San Jose, Pittsburgh, Philly, Ottawa, Nashville, Columbus, Colorado, Carolina, Buffalo, and Anaheim. The most off nights are San Jose, Carolina, Anaheim, and Philly. Least games played, LA, Detroit, Arizona, and Calgary. So I'm probably dropping uh, Adrian Kempe, even though he got me two goals tonight yeah so let's talk about the off nights here san jose mario ferraro needs so much more airtime everywhere not just on our podcast but everywhere man uh 18 percent rostered in the last week he's got 11 blocks eight hits a goal and assist in three games played in his last six he's got 22 blocks 12 hits a goal two assists only six shots on goal but he is literally contributing everywhere else Got to gotta get on some Mario Ferraro, baby.
2: So good. Super Mario.
1: James Reimer has been really, really good too, which is strange to say. He's got a 926 in his last four. Only one win, uh, San Jose. But he's got a 938 on the year. On the year, man. Like
0: Reimer's actually doing, he's one of the best goalies of the year so far as far as you know all the the stats are concerned not you know wins and losses but as far as save percentage goes and everything such as that um, especially as far as shots seen Reimer has been fantastic this year sure has I picked him up multiple times and gotten only
1: 40% rostered Uh, Jonathan Dolan got hurt tonight but uh, if he's back I don't know how serious it is he's putting up a half goal per game good good shot volume not great Uh, 6% rostered. Is there anybody else you guys like?
2: I like Dolan. He was playing top line when he got injured, I believe. Zach's uh, buddy, Balsers, has been playing uh, okay. Decent. Getting some hits, uh, but uh, oddly enough, getting himself
0: a few points as well. And Barabanov. I'm also a big fan of Dolan. Yeah. He's, He's probably my number one streamer on that team.
1: I'm putting Ferrara at the top there. In Carolina, there's uh, there's a couple names that I want to bring up. Seth Jarvis playing on the top line, second power play. He's got two goals, 10 shots, two hits, two blocks in his last three. His time on ice is going up, uh, including 1843 against St. Louis. He's been looking really sharp.
0: He started off the scoring tonight.
1: Okay, so yeah, just add add more onto it. like
0: Which brings him up to, what, four goals and one assist in nine games this year? On top of the fact that today, today is his ninth game. They're going to have to decide what they want to do with Seth Jarvis. Now, we talked about Seth Jarvis earlier in the year, uh, kind of when I, I brought up both him and Dawson Mercer, who actually also scored tonight. There's a couple really weird devils. And they're going to have to make a decision on Dawson Mercer. But Seth Jarvis has got to stay on that team, so. right? Three games in a row he scored. <clears throat>
1: Yeah, he looks good on the top line.
0: Well, some of them got, you know, I think actually he has had five games in a row where he scored. Uh, <laughs> but two of those goals yeah. got taken back.
1: <laughs> I, I streamed him just because I was feeling froggy one day. And it was the it was last week when Zach and I were playing each other. I fucking messaged him. I'm like, no way to fucking Jarvis score. Sent you that Iron Man gif and everything. Wasted it. Wasted it. Uh, Brady Shea is is banging steadily nothing like crazy he's got a goal 16 shots 10 hits 7 blocks in his last six nothing spectacular but he's doing well he's getting huge minutes the the shot volume has been really good lately um had three hits one shot and an assist tonight he is two percent rostered uh seth jarvis has skyrocketed to three percent so check them out is there anybody else you guys like here uh, Martin Nietzsche, sixty-six. Go check. That's one out of every three leagues. Really picking it up too lately.
2: Stahl's always a fine guy, all-round pickup. He seems to get two or three hits a game. He's fine. Pretty cold, but but as a streamer, he he's someone to swing at if you need.
0: I mean, there's obviously other guys that you can look at. I mean, there's there's Cotton Yemi. Mean, he hasn't had a you know fantastic year, but he does have the you know the ability to do things. Nino Niederreiter Rider is somebody that, you know, is always worth a look. Uh Derek Stepan had a goal and an assist tonight, but I don't know. I'm, I'm not really believing in Stepan. Number one for me, I, I, I gotta agree with you is, is Seth Jarvis. He was he was my guy before and I'm not gonna stop now. Man,
1: Church with zero shots tonight. That is strange. I'm gonna have to dig into his shot volume lately because I don't know what's going on there. Uh, it's worrisome. So over the last, what are we talking about here? All right, let's look at his shots going back: zero, one, three, one, three, zero, one, four, one, three, zero. It's making me worried. All right, Anaheim, Zach. For, I don't know. This is all you. I want to talk about Nicholas Delorier. Yes. Who's got thirty-five hits in his last six games? Are you fucking kidding me? Yes. Nine, eight. Four, six, five, if you go back. He is crunching.
0: Well, what are you going to do when you're on a line with, you know, the future of the team and Sonny Milano, who Crushing ain't it. out there to Dude. hit? Mm-hmm. Nicholas
1: Delorier is like a Nature Valley granola bar right now, Crunchy. He is <laughs> spectacular.
0: Nicholas Delorier will tear up the roof of your mouth. He will. Like Captain Crunch, baby.
1: Dude. Dude uh feels weird to say but anaheim is putting up points so he's been stumbling into a bunch of them his shots are okay Uh, but he's five percent rostered and he is hitting a lot a lot a lot so check out delorier if you're in a hits league and milano like i I had him here too he's two percent he's got a goal three assists two power play points five shots four hits in his last six games
0: Milano is definitely worth a look. He has nine points in thirteen games this year, uh, but like I said, that I mean, he he ain't that out there to do anything but score. And I'll say this too: Motherfucker, don't shoot. He he might take three shots a game, but just over one of them actually hits the net. Uh, the best thing he got going for him is he's playing with Trevor Seagrass, who is very much so looking like he could possibly be the rookie of the year. Ah, Lucas Raymond, Six goals, four assists in 16 games, and I think he got... Yeah, you got nothing.
2: You got nothing.
1: Uh, Anaheim didn't play today. I, I don't think, or maybe, yeah, maybe the game's not over. I don't know, but I, I'm pretty sure they did not play.
0: And uh, they actually don't play the rest of this weekend. That's right, because I thought about dropping Adam Henrique, but I didn't. Jesus there's no doubt that Anaheim has been scoring like
2: crazy but I mean I'm just waiting for it. You, this is all on the back of Ryan Getzlaff. Do you really trust that? But why not?
0: Because it's not 2008. I'm start I'm starting to be believe or be a you know a believer here.
1: Yeah, but we got like we have 17 and 18 game sample sizes here. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. In our five-hole leagues, they have we're, five players. Yeah, we're getting to the point Five where... players inside the top 40.
2: Absolutely. So far.
1: What the fuck, man?
2: But you're also looking at—that's a, you know, 17-game samples. eyes on Getzlaff this year. Talk about the, like, 800 games prior to that. And this is the best he's played since 2008, right? I just find it hard to believe that they got this much better without changing the roster.
0: The hell do you mean? They, I mean, they definitely changed the roster. What do you? Who? They, they brought up a bunch of uh, a bunch of younger guys. I, I think Trevor Ziegris has, you know, truly kind of, you know, shot some life ah. into that team. Um, they give it's, it's almost like they have, you know, something to to rally around. I don't know. Like about whenever Trevor, I feel like Trevor Ziegris, whenever he gets touched by anybody, they're treating him like Sidney Crosby used to. Whenever somebody would just look at Sidney Crosby wrong, you're getting a punch here in comes the face. Aaron Asham. Because he was just getting protected. <clears throat> yeah, I'm not uh what it really comes down to here is Troy fucking Terry. Troy Terry. You know Troy Terry ha- is on a 16 game point streak. Yeah. Yeah. He's played 17 games.
1: <laughs> yes. He's top 5 in NHL scoring. Yeah, yes. He,
0: he had he had no points his first game and has not had or has not been without a point in a game since that
1: i'm gonna call him unsustainable every single day until
0: i'm right it's all gets left the whole thing is he just keeps on going dude dude's highest pre dude's highest previous uh highest previous total was 20 points in 48 games that was last year That's at a 0.4 point per game compared to the 1.3 that he has going on this year. That's a fucking ridiculous jump on top of the fact that it's all on top of a 27.9% shooting percentage. He outscored his previous high in a third of the amount of games. Exactly. And it's just,
2: it's right. It's him and Ryan gets That's just, I just do not trust that. Like absolutely ride it. If you've got him. I mean, but, I would be shopping Troy Terry
0: and Getzlaff and I would, Jeff, I would definitely be shopping Troy Terry because I, I feel like you could honestly get something actually pretty fucking decent for him. Um, and if I'm trading Troy Terry, I am going to get something decent for him. I'm not trading him for, you know, just a, a mid-tier level player. But you do have to think that there is going to be regression here. Oh, my God. God, The PDO, the PDO doesn't, that's the only thing that doesn't really screen projection or uh, regression. Um, It's 103.9, which is a little bit high, um, but it's decently close to to 100% or to 100. Um, The Corsi 4 is definitely a little high. You know, that's at 58.5%, which means they are possessing the, you know, they're possessing the puck. More often than not, which is not something that you think of when you hear about the uh, Anaheim Ducks. Um, and in this 16-game point streak, he has five games that are, you know, multi-point games. Um, he's going he's going fucking nuts right now. If you picked him up, then good for you. I- I'm proud of you. Um, I got to say, I still don't want to be a believer in Troy Terry, but I am getting to the point where it's like, why not the Anaheim Ducks? Why? Why not? Uh, like, like I said before, everything's cyclical. At some point in time, they're gonna be good again. Rods just says no. I just, I just
2: can't buy that. Like, he, like I said, you just, you don't go from worst to first. It just does not happen like this. I put down fifty bucks that Troy Terry would score twenty five or less this year, and I a hundred percent am confident in that.
1: Dude, he his offensive zone starts have went down too. Like he's he's got a fourteen percent on ice shooting, and now he's under fifty percent in offensive zone starts for the first time in his career. It's the weirdest weirdest year I've ever seen.
2: Yeah, yeah. It just to me, like when I see all of this is around Ryan Getzloff having a the career year at like seventy five years old, Kevin Shattenkirk. At almost a point per game, Cam Fowler, Adam Henrique. These are not guys I trust to keep going. Dude, I like Adam Henrique. You like him as a str- You like him as a streamer. You don't like him as a point per game bet. I don't think.
0: Uh, at least I don't. No, I don't like him as a point per game <laughs> player. But yeah, I mean, that's what we fucking do here. We're talking about streamers and shit. That's that's a, like. We're not doing that. If we're not talking about that, then what? We'll- we Talking about other than you know, I don't know if Troy Terry's a streamer anymore. Oh, balls <laughs> being sad. No striving mean, Troy Terry is definitely a hold, but I mean, I'm not really happy about that because he's Troy fucking Terry.
1: All right, Philly's got a good schedule too. Ryan Ellis played one game and now he's back week to week. Uh, Risto is banging again. The minutes are back too. He's got four hits a game over his last six, three assists in there too. If you're looking for blocks, you're looking at Justin Braun connectney only 42% rostered. He is uh, has been demoted to line three, but he's still on power play one. He's got good shots. I mean, Philly's got a tough road ahead. They see Tampa, Florida, Carolina. Who'd they see tonight? They saw Boston, which had Martin Jones, and there's a back-to-back Tampa, Florida. I am not excited to see which one Martin Jones gets.
0: Yeah, your boy Martin Jones didn't too do too hot tonight, Raji Raj. He was doing
2: great for a while no he was doing great for the first couple of periods tonight. When, went as far as I was seeing but the thing that scares me about Philly is they're, n- they're not scoring themselves like Risto's three assists put him you know yeah. tied for the team lead in the last two weeks Philly's just not scoring Atkinson had an assist
1: uh, Broussard with two goals Farabee Nada Yemen yeah, it's, uh, it's tough sledding there I don't know who I would like I don't I don't know if I can recommend anybody. Connect me. I like at 42% rostered, but that's it. Let's take a look at these Monday games, man. There, there are a couple that I really, really, I really dig. Uh Columbus and Buffalo. I feel like Boone Jenner needs to be talked about. Yes. No nobody. Nobody gives this guy enough credit. He's 29% rostered. He has 23 shots, four hits, three blocks, three goals, two assists, one power play. In his last five games, he is buzzing. Line one, power play one, taking faceoffs. If you're in a face-off league, like Jenner is an all-around player who's putting together a serious string of offense at the same time. At 29% rostered, he's going to be playing Buffalo on Monday. If you're going to do anything, I think Boone Jenner is the guy. Yeah, I picked him up a couple weeks ago. And- get, some, get some BJ in your life. I haven't let him go. I thought he was a one-day stream. He just hasn't fucking given me a reason to drop him. Him,
2: and then also in Columbus, uh, Voracek's been doing great, and um, Texier, it was really weird. That third line with Texier and uh, I think Corrali, they increased their ice time a bunch for like three games. Texier had uh, three goals and an assist in, in four games, and then they stopped playing that line, and I don't know why but uh, he was he was doing well, him and Corrali. And then um, one guy is kind of exciting out there, uh, maybe not quite yet, is uh, Chinikoff. Yarko's random way ahead of the curve draft pick that he obviously saw something, and he's already in the league, and he's he's been doing qu- pretty well. I, I don't know if I'd be going for him, but yeah, Jenner is uh, shocking that he's only
1: 30,
0: 30%. He is kicking names and taking ass for sure.
1: Uh, Then you got Colorado at Ottawa or Colorado versus Ottawa. I don't know where the game is, and this is all considering that Ottawa is back in action. I imagine they'll still be depleted. We talked about Logan O'Connor. Sam Girard is banging quite a bit. There's offensive contributions. There's shots there. Eric Johnson's a good bang stream for the early week. Nazem Kadri, just go check. Is there anybody we're missing in Colorado?
2: That's one of those teams where they're quick to get picked from,
1: right? Yeah. It's a good team. They're a good team.
0: I told you I like their whole second line, and their whole second line is for the most part available. I mean, Burakovsky and Kadri are over 50%, but nothing more than 63%. Uh, I don't mind Pittsburgh's schedule next week. Yeah, Uh, I mean, they have a Monday game
2: against Winnipeg, but then they play the Canucks, who we know what they're like. Then they play the depleted Islanders, and then they play Montreal. So, unfortunately, three of them are, well, they have the two heavy nights and then the Saturday sort of half-heavy night, but they're all, I mean, Winnipeg's been faltering a little bit, but the Canucks Islanders and the Habs are all just garbage. You know, guys, like, everybody dropped Jeff Carter when he was out. Um, Kapanen's been doing really well, actually.
1: Evan Rodriguez.
0: I've actually been holding on to Jeff Carter like an idiot. Like, I've had other people to, you know, stream in and out. Um, So he just kind of has stayed on my team. And I haven't even been playing him. Mm. Um, He's been shooting a ton. He's been shooting a fuck ton. Yeah, he shoots a lot. Like, a lot. Um, but isn't getting anything. He finally got a goal today. Um, He got that goal while sitting on my bench because, you know I mean? I think I played, you know, I played, you know, like a a Jesper Brat over him, which actually worked. Um, I played Charlie Coyle over him, like players that aren't shooting nearly as much, but he ain't doing shit. Jeff Carter, I'm about to drop him. Oh, man, pick him, drop him. I'll pick him up.
1: That's going to bring us to the zero G opportunities of the week. Zach, do you want to take us through some back to back streaming opportunities?
0: Well, I mean, I thought I I think that we brought up the, uh, you know, the one that I probably liked the most, at least for, you know, pre Thanksgiving. Pre-Thanksgiving, I'm going Stuart Skinner on Wednesday. That is his next scheduled start. That is at Arizona. You got to like that look. Playing Arizona, uh, you know, one of the best teams in the league against the worst team in the league. Arizona has been scoring more. Mainly Clayton Keller actually has been playing pretty fucking decent. But Stuart Skinner is definitely, definitely, you know, my number one zero-G ad for early in the week. Later on in the week, I would think it's probably got to be Spencer Knight here. Um, he's looking to most likely, I believe he's scheduled to get the Seattle game, which makes sense because you would probably want Bobrovsky out there playing against Washington. So that, that way you can get a real good idea of what you have against a team that you are likely going to see again in the playoffs. So pre-Thanksgiving, Stuart Skinner, post-Thanksgiving, Spencer Knight.
1: Nice. I want, to, uh, I want to shout out who's playing Arizona oh Jake Ottinger uh, Colorado and Arizona that's a Friday Saturday back to back if Ottinger's still with the team then I'm definitely playing Ottinger against Arizona so I'm just going to throw that out there on Saturday if you want to get your goalie streams out of the way
0: so what you're telling me is the moral of the story is pick up the goalie that's playing Arizona gotcha yeah,
1: basically, it's it's that easy. But uh, I think that's going to wrap it up. It's like quarter after midnight here for us on the East Coast. So let's say goodbye. That is it for us. You guys can find us on Twitter at FHFHockey. You can join the Fantasy Hockey Discord. And until next time, get your balls checked. We love you guys. Love you.
0: Love yous.